Welcome to the PharmaProof podcast series, a bi-weekly podcast to promote animal health through biosecurity. The global animal health product management team shares with you easy and digestible knowledge and info from the field that is PharmaProofed. Hello everybody, here I am again for part two of Avian Influenza. I'm Elin and today I'm together with my colleague Karel from Technical Services. Hello Elin. Hello. So today we want to cover some measures in protection zones where they had an outbreak of avian influenza. Correct? Yes, Elin. Okay, so when we talk about avian influenza, prevention of the spread of the infection is a very important topic. So there are a whole series of measures that we need to be to take if we want to prevent the infection coming on our farm. What are the main measures within the protection zone? Okay, Eline. In, in this podcast, we will talk about the measures to be applied in the different zones following an outbreak in Belgium. These are national measures and may differ from the measures, measures in the country of the listeners. Let's start with what the protection zone entails. It's the zone around the outbreak in a radius of 3 kilometers. Okay. I will start with the measures that has to be taken by professional holders and private holders. So that means by farmers that have poultry and by private persons that have chickens in their garden, for example. Indeed. And all these keepers of poultry and other birds must take an inventory of the poultry and birds they keep. The professional send the inventory to the Federal Food Safety Agency within 24 hours. The private holders only have to report this to their city council within 48 hours. The poultry and other birds must be confined in the houses, buildings or pens and the movements of birds, poultry and hatchery within the protection zones are forbidden. Okay, totally forbidden. Yeah, indeed. Also, all group events such as fairs, markets, exhibition and prize camps of poultry and other captive birds are forbidden. Indeed, I can imagine because on exhibitions or markets they can come in contact with each other and if there is an infected bird they just spread and transmit the disease. Indeed. Okay. Um, Are there any additional measures for the professionals, so for the farmers? Yes, the access of the poultry farm, hatchery and packing stations is prohibited for all persons and materials not belonging to the farm. The controller make all necessary arrangements for this purpose. Okay, good. And are they... So, if I understand well, they are in uh, some kind of a lockdown, like like we are with the COVID situation? (laughs) Yes, you can say that. Only the personal... Necessary for the operation, the vets, the personnel for, of the food agency and the persons who works on its behalf and the person of other competent, competent authorities and the persons who work on its behalf can enter the farms. Okay, that's quite a lot of persons. So I think if they can minimize the amount of persons coming on the farm, they should do. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, indeed. okay. So, and... When people enter the farm, or when they have to enter the farm, I think they have to uh, follow quite a strict amount of biosecurity measures. Yes, indeed, because they also are uh, some risk uh, person, because they come to 
uh, a lot of farms. Yeah, indeed. So the authorized person may only enter the poultry house or the hatchery with company-specific clothing and boots. So they have to change clothes and boots when they come in a barn. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But it actually actually starts when they entering the company. There, every vehicle or material must be cleaned and disinfected with an authorized biocide, as well as as they leave the company. After entering and leaving the company, a register must be kept of all the personals, persons who have visited the company. So there is a full traceability of the persons who visit uh, the poultry farms or the hatcheries. Yeah, so in fact, if I understand it well, it's uh, the normal entrance hygiene. So that are all normal by security measures that farmers can um, implement on their farm. Yes, not so indeed. difficult. No, nothing new. Okay, that's that's really good that we can help them with providing normal biosecurity measures like hand hygiene, boot hygiene, sp- farm-specific clothing, registers to really sign in that they can really trace all visitors yep. on the farm. And what about waste products from poultry? How should these be managed? Well, Eileen, let's start with the cadavers. They may only leave the company by a government-recognized ca- cadaver uh, collection service. The only exception is laboratory designed um, by the Federal Food Safety Agency for an analysis. Also, the used bedding, manure or slurry must be removed uh, and not be spread. Yeah, okay. So, again, minimizing the risk of spread of infections. Yeah. Um, Suppose the farmer observes signs of birds flu, so they, they see symptoms in their flocks or an increased mortality, or a significant decrease of the production uh, performance, or other production-related parameters, what should should they do? Very important, this must be reported to to the food agency immediately. The poultry farm must also be examined by the company vet uh, within a radius of 3 km from the outbreak. He notices his findings in the visit and registers it um, when he when he ends his visit. Okay, so if they they observe some symptoms or they see changes in their production performance, they just have to contact the food agency and they have to call their uh, company vet that can come to. Um, to see what is happening. Yeah, they should uh, ring a bell that it's not correct and then they have to... They have to take immediate action. Yeah. What is different between the protection zone, so the the zone with a radius of 3 km that you talked about, around the outbreak, and the surveillance zone? So they talk about two different zones, one of 3 km and one of 10 km. Why exactly? Well, the difference between the two zones are are actually very small. The inventory of the professional and private individuals must be reported to the competent authorities within uh, 72 hours. So they have uh, one or two days uh, more time. Mm-hmm. And uh, the poultry from, from a hobby keeper should not be confined. Also, uh, for the professionals, the vet visit every four days is not uh, mandatory. Okay, so in fact, 
if we look about uh, or if we look to biosecurity measures, they have to do the same. Yeah, they still have to do the same. Okay. Um, what are the most important measures for the whole country? So now we are uh, going over the measures in Belgium. Um, but what is the most important? Well, all poultry and birds bought from personal poultry holdings and from individual keepers should be housed or shielded in such a way as to avoid contact with wild birds. So, um, imagine I have chickens in my garden. I should um, cover yeah. their, their place with a net. Indeed, so yeah. to avoid uh, direct contact with wild birds. Yeah, okay, I understand. And also access to all places where poultry or other captive birds are kept in the risk area is prohibited for any vehicle, person and material that has been in contact with poultry or other captive birds during the previous four days. Either has been in a place and in such a high risk area where poultry or other captive birds are kept. So... To conclude, they just have to minimize the amount of visitors coming on the farm. Yeah, and, keep, For, yeah, and yeah. keep up the good biosecurity. Yeah, indeed. So, in, in fact, it's hand, boot, clothing hygiene, uh, minimizing the visitors on the farm. So, really, biosecurity has to be implemented. Yeah, indeed. Okay, thank you for sharing the measures in Belgium. Okay, and thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Find us on all streaming platforms, YouTube and online at farmapproved.com. Check back in two weeks for new episodes. Until next time.